Welcome to Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbie. This evening, we have a special guest, Evangelist Sharon Renee Bryant. Okay, you're on the air. All right. Thank you so much, um, Brother Barbie, for inviting me on. Um, I know it's been a long time. It took a while for us to get here. I've had so much going on lately, but I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to take time out and I'm going to do this because he's been after me for a minute. So I'm going to do this. So um, I'm glad to be here. Um, Good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon um, to all of those that will be watching in your perspective places. I just want to thank God for being here. I thank God for this opportunity. And I hope that I say something that would shed some light on some things on tonight, because there are some things on my heart that the Lord has been dealing with me about that I want to share with you. So before I go any further, let's just um, go into a moment of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, for this is the day that you have made, and I choose to rejoice and be glad in it. I wouldn't have it any other way but to give you all the praise and to give you all the glory, because no matter what we go through, no matter what we're facing, you are still worthy of every praise. So God, I ask you right now to touch everyone under the sound of my voice. You know what they need to argue. God, you know what the situation is. You know what predicament they're in, God. So we're asking you, God, to be God and that you do like only you can do. And we thank you right now for opening doors. We thank you for opportunities. We thank you for making a way out of no way. We thank you for healing. We thank you for deliverance, God. We thank you for working everything out on our behalf. And God, I ask right now a special blessing over Minister Barber and his wife, God. Lord, touch their home, God. Touch their finances. Touch their bodies, God. Lord, whatever they need, God. Lord, supply the need, God. Put people there, God, that will do what needs to be done. Let them find favor everywhere they turn, God. Let favor be from the east. Let it be from the west. Let it be from the south. Let it be from the north. God, everywhere he turns, let their be somebody that you've orchestrated and put in his midst, God, that would help him do what you have called him to do. And God, I thank you and I bless you in the name of the Father, Son, and of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, woman of God, I just want to mention, I'm not married yet. I want to make sure oh, that I get my, okay. it's okay. I, I'm just saying, I want to make sure I get this Christian business um, up and running first. And okay, then, gotcha. you know, what, and then do what you got to do. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, Lord, you know, you still yeah. know and yes. still do what you got to do for him. So I praise you. So tonight I just want to talk. Um, there are some things that's um, been on my heart. I had a conversation earlier with, um, one of the um, people that the Lord have allowed me to um, spiritually mentor and talk and have pulled close to me. And we were talking on today and there are some things that's, that's kind of, um, I guess, disturbing to my spirit when it comes to uh, Christendom and um, the kingdom of God and, and, and how there has been so much lately concerning um, pastors and concerning those in leadership. And there's just a lot going on. There's a lot going on in the church world. Um, there's a lot that's going on in, 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 in the world. There's a lot that's going on in people's lives. It's just a time where now that if you don't know how to pray, you better find a prayer closet. You better find somewhere and get on your knees and start seeking God and asking God for the answers to some of the dilemmas that we're having to face, especially when it comes to the leadership and the body of Christ. The enemy already loves to discredit our God. He loves, you know, to everything that God made good and everything that God put his hand to. He loves to come in and pervert everything. So now is a time that we have to really stay focused and we really have to meditate on the word of God. We got to be in prayer. We got to fast. We just got to know the voice of God with a clarity like never before in the times that we're living in such as this right here. And it brought me to um, the scripture that talks about, this is 2 Timothy 4. It says, I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. 
convince, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and teaching. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. And we're in that time right now. But according to their own desires, we're in that time right now. Because they have itching ears. <laughs> they want you to appease their flesh. They will heap up for themselves teachers and they will turn their ears away from the truth. Nobody wants to hear the truth now. What used to be normal is abnormal and be turned aside to fables. But you be watchful in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. That's where we are right now. We, we, are, we are in the 99th hour, whether people want to accept it or not, whether people want to believe it or not, you know, whether people want to embrace it or not, we are in the 99th hour. And being in the 99th hour, we don't have time to play. We don't have time to contemplate. We don't have time to figure out, you know, is this real? We don't have time to figure out, is there really a heaven? Is there really a hell? We don't have time to figure it out. We don't have time for the foolishness and the buffoonery and the folly that we all have fallen into, especially the kingdom of God. There is so much going on right now. My heart is so grieved with so much going on because when you start seeing People make statements like, if that's the church, I'd rather stay in the world. What kind of statement is that to be made if people can't distinguish the kingdom of God from the kingdom of darkness? We're in trouble. And I know a lot of people say, you know, well, it's not the kingdom of God. It's the people that's in the kingdom of God. But we represent the kingdom of God. We are the ambassadors of Christ. And if the ambassadors of Christ is acting a fool, my God today, then how can we expect to draw those souls that needs to come to Christ? So there's a heavy burden on me. And I have decided in this year of 2024, because I've had personal things going on in my own life, some things that me and my husband, you know, has had to go through and has had to face um, publicly some scrutiny and some things that we're, we're under right now. But I've made up in my mind that I've got to get back to doing what God has called me to do. And that is to preach and teach and decree and declare his word and go out there and snatch as many souls as possible from hell. And that is what we are supposed to be doing. But instead, it's as though we have embraced the world and the world has crept into the church. And now the world can't distinguish who we are and whose we are. That's disturbing because how can we win souls to Christ if we're acting like the world? How can we win souls to Christ if they come in and we're doing as much sinning as the world is doing? So what, what is happening to the example that we are supposed to be of Christ in the earth? So my plea with those of us who are leaders, um, those of us that are professing um, salvation, those of us that, that that's professing Christ, we've got to get back to the basic and the foundation of the word. And that is sticking with the word. We don't need to do anything new to have a soul come to Christ. We don't have to do anything new. And I think what we're doing is, is because we're trying to reach them so bad that we're falling prey to being like the world. And the, and the, and the scripture tells us we're in it. We're in the world, we're in it, but we're not of it, which means there's supposed to be a difference between holiness and unholy. There's a difference between holy and unholy. And here we are, the body of Christ, some of us, not all of us, because I know how people get offensive. Well, you know, that ain't everybody. I don't do that. And you're absolutely right. It is not everybody. But the problem is, is falling on leadership that has a huge platform. That's the issue. Is falling on those that people have looked up to for years. And now they're saying, oh, my God, if that person falls, oh, my God, if this happens and we are held at a higher standard, the, the accountability to lead people and to shepherd people and to pastor people is so great 
It, it, and we have to be careful what we do. We have to be careful what we say. We have to be careful how we minister. We have to be careful how we treat people. We have to be careful how we um, divide the word of God. We got to make sure that we, we, that when we're preaching and teaching um, scriptural, we got to make sure that we in content. We got to make sure that we that we've studied the scriptures before the scriptures after. We got to make sure that people are getting the true word of God, not our opinions, not how we feel. Well, you know, I think the Lord. No, 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 no. We've got to go back to the basic. There's got to be some fasting. There's got to be some prayer some praying. There's got to be some studying of the word. There's got to be some laying prostrate before God because we're living in a time where now that every day hell is growing. It's enlarging itself every day. We got generations that's on their way to hell because we're not doing our part and it should be a burden and it should be a groaning and a moaning in the kingdom of God and a shaking and a shifting like never before because the enemy is doing Doing what he was created to do. What are we doing? What are we doing? The enemy is on his job. He's doing, he's, he's wreaking havoc. He's wreaking chaos. He's doing what he was created to do. What is the kingdom of God doing? What are the disciples of Christ doing? How are we going out and winning those souls that are lost? Are we going into the highways and byways and compelling them to come? Are we making altar calls or we're just calling people to join a building? What are we doing? What are we doing to be effective? And it's already a spirit of Ichabod that has hit the land concerning a lot of ministries, which means the spirit of Ichabod's means his presence no longer dwells there. So where are we as the kingdom of God? Those of us that's professing Jesus Christ, we got to step up more so now than we ever have. We cannot worry about what people think about the gospel of Jesus Christ. I don't care how much society has changed. God has not. The word says that he is the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. So we don't change with the times. That's not how kingdom operates. We don't change with what is new in society today. That's not how we live. We live our lives based upon, upon kingdom principles and what God has called us unto. And we have got to stand firm no matter what they say. We've got to stand firm and flat-footed. See, we're coming into a time where your faith is going to be tested. If you say you're a disciple of Christ, that's going to be tested. You got to find yourself tried and true, and you've got to stand flat footed and decree and declare the word of God, no matter what they say. I don't care how many rules they change where they say it's okay to do this. It's okay to do that. What did God say? What was the commandment to his children? We are his children. We are Israel. We are the chosen ones. And he's saying, I've chosen you. Where are you? What are you doing? Are you fulfilling my commandments? Or are you out here frolicking around just doing anything and everything that the world is doing? And then you run into the house of God and people are like, it don't match. It's something is off. Where are the signs? Where are the miracles? Where are the souls that's getting saved? There are so there there is so much going on right. And I told the Lord, I said, God, I repent. I repent because I have let things that that has gone on in my personal life consume me to the point where I haven't been on my post like I should have been on my post. But I have repented for that at the la at, at the end of 2023. I told God, yes, all over again. And I told him, I know what you called me to do. And I'm going to do what you called me to do, come hell or high water. Because when it's time for Evangelist Sharon to close her eyes, and, and it's time to go home, and it's time to face the seat of judgment, I don't want him to tell me, depart from me, I know you not. I want him to say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. That's what I want him to say. And so in order to hear those words, I've got to fulfill destiny.
I've got to do what God has called me to do. You've got to do what God has called you to do. So those of us that has been lackadalious has been, you know, we, we, we've kind of taken a rest. We've kind of stepped back a little bit. We, you know, we, we've kind of taken a break. We've kind of picked flowers along the way. The hour is upon us where we don't have that kind of time. We have got to snatch as many souls from hell, going to hell as possible. We've got to tell the truth. And not only do we have to tell the truth and preach this gospel, but we got to be an example of what we preach. We got to be an example of what we teach because people are watching. You may never know who who who, who would get a hold to this video and, and, and watch this video. And then they go on my Facebook page and now they're watching me. They're watching my lights. They're watching my reactions. They're, they're, they're watching my daily life, what I do every day. They're watching how I handle opposition, how I handle people, you know. And that's one that Jesus said, it's by our love that they would know that we're disciples of Christ. What happened to the love? What happened to the love? A lot of things now have become me, my four, and no more. We ain't, we ain't worried about nobody else. We don't care about nobody else. You know, as long as I got me together, that's not what God called us for. That's not what God called us into. There's still a great commission that has to be done. There's still people that are homeless. There are people that are hungry. There are people that are naked. There are people that still have needs. The scripture said the poor will always be with us. Not only is he talking about those that don't have money, but he's also talking about those that are poor in spirit. People that have lost hope. People that feel like no one cares for me and no one cares about me. What are we doing about that? Are we out there where they can see us? Because sometimes the only Bible that these people will ever read is you and I. Sometimes the word that people will ever actually hear is watching us. So are we out there giving them what God has gave us to pour back into somebody else? Let me tell you something. I this In this same conversation with my spiritual baby today, this same conversation, we was talking about um, um, she has a, a, a burden um, to take care of the homeless and to supply for the homeless. This is a great burden for her. And it's also been my burden within the last few years. And I told the Lord, I said, God, there is so much, there is so much that needs to be done. And what we got to realize as leaders and those of us that's in ministry, whether it's the gospel industry, whether your platform is 50,000 people, 100,000 people, all the way down to maybe 500 or 50 or five that's in your ministry. What are we doing? concerning the great commission what what are we doing and sometimes i'm grieved and i have to remind myself that everybody don't have the heart that i have and what i'm realizing is a, a majority of people it's not it's not a money issue with a lot of people it's a heart issue where's your heart where does it cost us nothing to sit down and eat a 125 dollar meal i know people that do it but then we can't give $5. We can't buy a person a pair of socks. My God. We can't buy them some lip balm so they so their lips won't be chapped. My God. We can't buy socks for their for their feet. So at least in the wintertime, their feet can stay at least as warm as possible. I mean, wait, wait, a lot of things are a heart issue. And I sit. And I look at, 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 when I ride some of these neighborhoods and ride through some of the cities and I see dilapidated neighborhoods and, and houses that just should be, it should be demolished, shouldn't even be standing, just need to be totally, totally torn down. And I said, God, I said, where, where, where are we? Where are we? Can we not come together as a community? and do some things. I mean, what is it about us that we can't come together and do something? Now I know, disclaimer, because I know how we think and I know how we do. Disclaimer, this is not everybody. Because if you're out doing what God has called you to do, if you're out performing the work that God has called you to perform and you're doing whatever you can that God has placed in your hand to do, I'm not talking to you. But I'm talking to those of us 
that have the means, the means, the finances, the land, the, the, the money, grants. I'm talking to those of us that have the availability to actually make change, and yet we're not doing it. And people say, you know, well, everybody have their issues. Yes, everybody does have their issues. But it doesn't bother me to fix a homeless person a couple of plates and pass them out. That don't cost me anything. That's how come I say it goes back to a heart issue. And there are people that need to hear the word of God and need to feel and know the love of God. But how they're going to do that if we're shut up in our million dollar edifice with stained glass windows and the pews are lined up and there's just rows and rows and rows and, and there's a big a big a big stage back there for the heavenly choir and there's 20 people on the praise team and and you know we got ushers and the deacons everywhere and you know and everybody's having the lights are flashing all over the place and and you know we're just doing us but after that what are we doing I'm not saying anything is wrong with any of that because people be like, oh, you got something against that? No, because I go to one of the largest churches here in Greensboro, North Carolina. I go to one of the largest churches here and my church gives and gives back and we do all kinds of things. And I've seen the work that we do. My question is, why can't these big, large bodies come together and start making a difference in our communities? Do you not know that everything that we need is already in God's house? Everything we need is in the house. It, it, it's already there. The money is there. Uh-huh. The money is there. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. There are some churches that send no million dollar budgets. The money is there. Um, um, you've got doctors in your congregation. Um, you've got lawyers in your congregation. Um, we have we 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 have teachers in our congregations. Um, we have um, therapists in our congregations. Um, we have people that's able to get things done that, that sit in certain places, certain occupations that we can call on to get things done. What are we doing? The homeless is so high, it's ridiculous. I mean, and it's growing like every day, especially in the type of economy that we're living in where things are so high right now. People can't even afford, but uh, two, uh, there are people that have four and five people in their home, a husband and wife, three kids, maybe two kids, some more than that. And do you not know both of their incomes coming together still struggle to make ends meet? That's the world we're living in today. What are we doing to help? What are we doing? What, what type of programs do we have in place? Um, who do we know in our congregation that has the ability to set up programs to help those families that are working? You got working families that are struggling. These are the things that, 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 that involves kingdom when we come together and do the work because that great commission is still out there. There are souls that's still out there that still haven't ran into somebody that says, let me feed you first. And once I feed you, let me, let, let's talk about, let me give you Jesus because a hungry stomach can't hear. The Bible says, catch them first before trying to clean them. So if somebody's stomach is rumbling, the last thing they want to hear from you is a sermon. They want something to eat. They want some soup. They want a piece of fried chicken. They want a biscuit. They want something to drink. They may even want a dessert. Maybe they hadn't had any of that in months, in a long time. You will be We will be surprised of the smallest things that will make people so happy. And they will open up and then you are able to give them Jesus. Then you're able to preach a word to them. And then you're able, you know, to get them to understand how much God loves them. It's, it's, it's so much more work that needs to be done. Let's do what God has called us to do. Whatever it is that he has put in your hands, you may can't feed the masses. You probably can't feed a thousand people. Maybe you can only feed 10. Maybe you can fix that spaghetti dinner and, and, and have that, that garlic bread and have that canned soda or that bottle of water and that slice of cake and fix you 10 plates 
and go out there and find them because they're walking the streets. They're in trees. They're under. They're 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 in bushes. Um, they're 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 under bridges. Um, sometimes they're just hanging out on corners. Sometimes they're just um sitting there in a parking lot with their buggies full of all the belongings that they have. Find them and show them the love of Christ. Show them the love of God. Let them know that somebody cares. Because let me tell you something. There's a scripture in the Bible that says, consider yourself. Because today you can be on top of the world. And tomorrow the world can be on top of you. And those are the things that we need to incorporate and think about in our lives. Lord, how would I feel if it was me? If I was hungry. If I was outdoors, if I was naked, if I was sick, if I was thirsty, how would I feel? What would I want somebody to do for me? Would I want somebody to come to my rescue? Would I want somebody to help me? Would I want somebody to give me a drink of water? I don't care how much pride we may have. Your answer to all of those questions would be yes would be yes. And so that's where evangelist Sharon Renee is right now. That's where I am right now. And I, I, I'm, I'm, I told God that there, this is a time we've got to have badger skin. Now we've got to let what people think and what people say, roll off our backs, like water roll off a duck's back. And we got to walk this thing out. We just can't talk it out. It's time to start walking out the purpose that God has given us. Somebody is waiting on you. Somebody is waiting to hear your voice. Somebody is waiting for your hug. Somebody is waiting for your words of encouragement. Somebody is waiting for that pork chop plate from you. Uh huh. Somebody is waiting on that fruit cup from you. Somebody is waiting for somebody to say, I'm praying for you. You know, it, 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 it's the small things. And I thank God for the times I was hungry because I know how it feels. You know, sometimes you got to go through some things so you can develop some compassion for other people. Sometimes maybe we haven't been there enough. You know, Maybe God haven't delivered you from being homeless. Maybe God hasn't delivered you, you know, from, from being broke. Maybe you don't know that experience yet, you know, and I'm coming to find out, you know, sometimes we just don't know how bad stuff is because we haven't been faced with certain situations and we should praise God that we're on the other end. We should thank God that we're on the other end because, we, because we're on the other end and because God has blessed us we can be a blessing to somebody else. And that's where I am today. I don't have any shame about it because it's time for somebody to speak up. It's time for people to step up. We've made enough excuses of what we can't do. We've made enough excuses. Excuses come a dime a dozen. Suppose God used the excuse of, you know what? I know I made them, you know, and, you know, I, I can actually leave them in the state that they're in. I'm God. I don't have to do anything. I'm God. But because of his compassion, because of his love for us, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him mm, should not perish, but have, have everlasting life. Where is your love where is your passion for souls where is your passion for people we've got to get back to what god called us to i pray that i have said something that encouraged you i'm i'm not fussing i'm just passionate about what i feel because when i'm out there i see people that when i bring them a plate tears fall I see people that when I hug them, I know they haven't bathed. I don't know what there's been, but I know that God covers me. So I touch them because when the last time some of these people have had a human touch from somebody, 
I pray that God covers me. You know, I take my sanitizer. You know, I have my hand sanitizer, my wipes, you know, my mask and everything because I trust God because he called me to do this. And when God called you to do something, <laughs> what God has ordained, he will maintain. He will take care of you. When you are taking care of his business, he will take care of you. When was the last time? So I'm just encouraging you. There are so many people in a hurt place right now. There are so many people that is going through right now. People are going through in their mind, mental illness at an all-time high. Domestic violence at an all-time high. Gun violence at an all-time high. Rent, mortgage, food, gas is at an all-time high. People are going through so much right now. What we say and what we do can make them or it can break them. We've got to go back to displaying the love of Christ. You might can't do $500, but you may can do five. You may can do 10. Let's do what God has called us to do. When we take care of the kingdom of God, when we do what God say do, He's obligated to take care of us. When we take care of his stuff, the stuff that he's entrusted us with, he's obligated to see about us. And that's where I am today, Brother Barbary. My heart is full. The needs are great. There is so much, there's so much laboring to be done, but there's so many people that 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 don't want to get their quote unquote their hands dirty. Five percent of our job is behind a podium. Yeah. Five percent is behind that podium. Five percent is 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 in that church. The other 95% of what we should be doing is outside of the four walls of the building. God is calling many of us to come out of the four walls. We are sitting in churches obese, fat with the word of God, rich in knowledge. But yet we don't have the heart to serve. Jesus was a servant. He served. And I think so many of us have gotten so high that we feel like we can't, we don't have to serve no more. Oh, I got to usher for that. Oh, I don't do bathrooms. Oh, I don't, I don't clean clothes. No, no, no. I'm not in the soup kitchen. Hmm. Where's our compassion? I've seen my pastor serve. Not only does he preach behind the podium, he's also a singer, a great anointed gifted man of God that gets up and preach and teach and sing and can bring heaven down. But yet he can wear a t-shirt and a pair of jeans and get out on the street with the rest of us and serve. We need people who don't mind being servants. That's what God called us for. I don't care what title we have. The greatest title that we can carry and the greatest title that we can perform is that of a servant. I'm done. I'm done. I thank you. Let me pray right quick. Heavenly Father, I thank you right now, God, for this time and I thank you for this space. God, I thank you for the passion and the compassion that you've placed in me and others to go out and do your work to go out and compel them to come, to go out and to feed, to clothe, um, to shelter, to show and display the love of Christ. I thank you, God, for those of us that still have a mind to serve. Now, God, I'm asking you that those that have heard me on tonight, God, Lord, that they get a fire ignited in them where they say, you know what? I'm going to serve. I'm going to do what you want me to do. I'm going to fulfill the call that you've given me. God, help us to walk worthy of the vocation, my God, today. Help us to honor the vow that we've made to you. Help us to do what you have called us to do. Let us not be lazy and lackadarious about your business. 
God, help us to be, God, what you called us to be, not a title. God, it's not about a title. It's not about a title. It's time for us to be the title and not just wear the title. God, touch those, God, that are that are going through mentally in their minds. God, we cast down every demonic thought. My God, Lord, we ask right now in the name of Jesus, those that are under demonic influence right now in the name of Jesus, visit them right where they are. We send the Holy Ghost. My God, today we send an anointing. My God, we send a word on tonight, God, that will heal, deliver, and set free. Ah, there are people, God, that's at a crossroads that's crying out, which way do I go? Do I turn to the left? Do I do I turn to the right? They are in a valley of decision, God. They need you. God, visit them right now in the name of Jesus. Those that are in convalescent homes, God. Those that are sick in their bodies, God. Those that are have have those that are sick unto death, God. Those that have ailments, God, that they can die from. God, I ask right now in the name of Jesus, send an angel, God, to minister to their needs. God, let them know that they are not alone, God, that you love them in spite of what they may have done or been through. You're a compassionate God. You're a loving God. There's grace. Ah, you said your grace is sufficient for thee. God, I ask you right now in the name of Jesus. You see and you know every problem. Everybody don't tell what they're going through. Everybody don't wear the sign that they're going through. Everybody don't wear the mask that I need help. So God, help those God that's even hiding behind the mask that everything's all right, but yet their world is crumbling down, my God. Yet their backs are up against the wall. You know it. You see it, God. Answer prayer right now. You are prayer answering God. Lord, you did it for me. Lord, you've done it for others. Lord, do it for them, God. Let them know that you have not left them and that you not you have not forsaken them. Let them know, God, that there is safety in you, that they can run to you. God, and there's safety. There's safety in your arms, God. God, I thank you right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, you said in your word, because the Lord is our shepherd. Mm. We have everything that we need. I thank you right now, God, and I give you glory. I give you honor, and I give you praise right now. Because the Lord is my shepherd. Yes, God. I have everything I need. He lets me rest in the meadow's grass. And he leads me beside the quiet streams. Yes, Lord. He restores my failing health. And he helps me to do what honors him the most. That's why I'm safe. Yes, Lord. That's why I'm safe. That's why I'm safe. Safe in his arms. Hallelujah. Because he is our shepherd, we don't have to want for anything. I am the evangelist Sharon Renee Bryant. It has been a blessing. It has been an honor. Thank you so much, my brother. God bless you in every endeavor. I'm going to give it over back to the one and only Minister Emmanuel Barber. Thank you so much, sir. Back into your hands. Praise the Lord. Uh, thank you again, woman of God, for coming on this podcast. And whenever you feel led about coming back on here, you're more than happy to do so. Um, before I go into um, my announcements and uh, closing out the um, podcast, I would like to uh, ask you, can you please tell my listeners how they can find you on Facebook or anywhere? Do you have a website as well? Um, the website is in process, um, but you can find me on Facebook under Sharon Renee, and um, that's S-H-A-R-O-N. And Renee is spelled um, R-E-N-E-E. 
A. So once you go under Facebook and put in Sharon Renee, um, go ahead on and, you know, click me up, hit me up, inbox me. Um, you can, um, once you go inside of Facebook, you can also go where it gives information. My contact information is there. Uh, my telephone number is there, um, area code 336-954-7936. My email is there, um, Sharon Renee Ministries at Outlook.com. Um, you're welcome to inbox me. You're welcome to text. You're welcome to call. You're welcome to email. I am here. I am ready. And I'm willing to do whatever God has called me to do for you when you reach out to me. So um, I will let you know, um, Minister Barber, um, when the website is finished, I will personally give you that information. You are welcome to share that information. Um, there's a lot I will be doing. We've started the 5013C um, organization, Hope Enterprising, you know, um, helping other people excel. And so this is where I go out and help the homeless and um, help families that's in need. So we're in the process of getting all that up and running. I will pass you that information as soon as the website and everything is finished. And you're welcome to um, give out my name, give out my number, um, give out that information anytime you want. Because like you said, I like, like I've told you, I am here to serve. So you don't have to call and ask, hey, you know, evangelist, can I give them your name? You know, can I give them? The answer is already yes. Oh, wow. That, that's a wonderful. Um, praise the Lord. Well, um, oh, okay. Yes. The Lord um, also put something back else in my spirit. Okay. Um, are you also a business owner, let's say outside of uh, your ministry? I am. I am a, um, life insured, a life insurance agent. So um, we help people get insured. Um, we teach financial literacy. Uh, my husband is also a licensed investor. Um, we have a small um, advocacy firm. So we help those that may be in trouble and need some information and some help as far as some legal things and other things such as that. Um, it's called a voice for the people. And um, so we're a voice for people because many people, you know, cannot afford attorneys and, and don't have the extra help. So we're like that middle person that can help you get to where you need to be. And we can help you with um, certain things. And um, we help you with budgeting. Um, we help you with um, saving money. You know, anything, all thing monies, we can we, we can help with and give you um, information. We're on a crusade to help um, black families be more aware about money matters and money issues and financial um, literacy. Mm -hmm. Well, woman of God, um, I want to share with you, you and your husband, um, you know, you can talk it over with him and let let them know that. Um, Started in Feb the whole month of February, mm -hmm. I will be hosting um, a special event I do every year. It's called um, Black Affairs. Oh, so okay. I try to encourage, you know, Black business owners, okay. African, African business owners, okay, uh, Black artists, African artists. Mm -hmm. That's on my uh, Facebook friends list to mm -hmm. come on my show and for them to promote their business. Because oh, I'm okay. not just here just for myself and just trying to sell my book and trying to, you know, encourage people to um, donate to my film project. I okay. want to share my platform. Got you. Got oh, you. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, let me know when y'all both can come on, you know. Okay. Uh, for him okay. To come on as well. Okay, sure. Um, I would definitely let him know that. Yes. And again, that's for the entire month of, of February. So okay. just pick out what a good day and time for y'all. Okay. Uh, we'll do that. Yes. Anyway, I want to encourage uh, all of my listeners on my Facebook friends list. I have 1,880 people. I thank God for each and every one of you. Because the Lord has allowed you to, uh, for us to connect with each other. Mm -hmm. But again, I need your support. Um, I wrote the vision and made it plain in my revised book. That's what the Lord told me to do. Write the vision and make it plain. The name of my book is The Solution for Black America, Reclaiming, Rebuilding, and Restoring the Urban Ghettos in America, second edition. You can find my book on Amazon, and also I will have the link in the comment section below this video podcast. Also, if you're a United States citizen, 
You can donate through our uh, PayPal page and you can use it as a tax write-off because this is a legitimate 501c3 that I have. So, you know, please consider doing that. Um, I also, uh, we have a virtual store. You know, we sell um, t-shirts, coffee mugs, beach towels, etc. cetera. Mm. Mm. But woman of God, let me go ahead and tell you this, uh, my little testimony and then I'm gonna close it out. Okay. Um, well, the Lord has given me a vision um, about the name of my uh, nonprofit first and foremost is called the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago. And basically that's what my, you know, that's what I talk about here in the book. Okay. And that's one of the reasons I wrote the book in order to generate capital to, you know, move my Christian business from behind a computer. Mm-hmm. I have been pushing my vision for the past 32 years, woman of God. Wow. I'm here in the city of Chicago where there's a, the, the murder rate is very high. It's, wow. uh, it's just unacceptable. Wow. I have no wow. support what, whatsoever. Wow. This how come I uh, created my platform because I refuse to be ignored. I'm trying my best to help our uh, my racial group. Okay. So what I'm doing now, the Lord. So um, yes, this is what I asked the Lord. I wrote the vision and made it plain. My book has been on uh, Amazon for the past 12 years and still barely selling. I'm like, oh wow, Lord. Wow. What, what can I do? I don't know how to reach. I don't know how to reach your people. Hmm. And then the Lord placed in my heart, turn your book into a film. Because he, because, and, you know, yeah, because I want to reach, you know, other like-minded Black people and other right. like-minded African people. Right. Um, right. Now, the mission is to help eradicate urban violence in the city of Chicago through art, culture, commerce, spiritual development, as well as hosting African tours. We're going to visit 10 African nations. Wow. That's going to work with me here in America first. Okay. help build this uh, business so that way we can visit those African nations, set up chapters, so that way we can do international trade with our brothers and sisters on the continent. Because the devil is a lie. I'm not going to sit up here and lay down and die. That's I right. This is to be out loud and clear. This is why I created my platform. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's all. And that's now right. what? one thing I want to say, uh, woman of God, what, what I would say that a lot of people might not like me and that's okay. I'm not here for people to like me. Over here, we want to raise the bar. So in my Christian business, because my business is not the church, God is calling me to go beyond the four walls of the church. That's right. That's right. I'm not knocking the church, but I'm just that's saying right. over right. here, it's not over here, it's not gonna be who whomsoever will let them come. Over here, we're gonna uh, screen people once we get that physical building. You know, at that front door, we want to screen people, right? Or vet. Want to make sure right. that we weed out um, hardened criminals. Yes. Pedophiles. Yes. Con artists. Yes. Urban terrorists. That's right. Degenerates. We don't want those. I don't want those type of people in my business to corrupt other people. Over here, we don't want corruption. That's right. That's and right. People, um, we want to serve, uh, I would say, um, broken families and the low income african-american community starting here in the city of chicago and so um people um, we want to work with uh community residents mm-hmm. i want to move from behind this computer mm-hmm. make mm-hmm. our presence known there and um so you know the uh, residents they're gonna have to sign the community pledge because i want that stuff in writing that they're you know that they're in agreement correct um they have to pass our criminal background check all right. We want, this is what I want. I want them to submit their thumbprint to be placed in our database. So that way we can monitor who's doing what and make okay. sure that people are not there to try to undermine us. Gotcha. Unfortunately, it, that's how it is. It's a lot of people that look just like me and you. Oh, yes, melan- absolutely. Absolutely. Melan- yes, yes, that's melanated. Yes. And yes. they want to sit up here and undermine us. Yes. So I don't want to sit up here and be focusing on complaining about the white man and the government. I want us to heal in this Christian business first from that Willie Lynch mentality. That's it. That's right. Because this doesn't make sense. That's right. So a lot of people I talk to, woman of God, they say, oh, you you shouldn't tell people that. 
Don't tell people. Yes, how you long should. That's, a, that, that's am, the problem. This is the story, doggone it. Yeah, I that's the problem. Because right. I want to, in my business, I want to make sure nobody, none of my members have to go do this type of foolishness. That's correct. I have to do something positive, and then a lot of so-called black people keep Us. telling me I'm not interested. That's right. I'm not interested, but mark my words, woman of God, once I start making money in this Christian business, uh-huh. everybody's going to want to be a part of it. Then. Everybody's going to want to jump on band. But yes. then I'm going to, I'm going to embarrass them, especially if they come in our uh, mandatory orientations. I'm going to say, Hey, I reached out to you. Yes. It ain't my fault that uh, you didn't want to work with me 32 years ago. Right. So ain't oh nothing changing. So I was just telling them, that, hey, those that rejected me, because, um, you know, uh, I'm not none of Jesus. I'm going to just tell them, turn themselves around and get up out of here. I understand, because you know? we got those that look like us that 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 are not for us. And yeah. people hate to hear us say that. But unfortunately, it's proven to be true. I've just walked through something that one of us put me and my husband through unnecessarily, you know, and so now it's all this so i i understand what you're saying all, and then, all and then, folks, and folks so they're, je you know. they're jealous of you and your husband because you're trying to make a come up that's all so anyway before I, but woman of god i gotta go there and i'm almost done before, okay before i cut and run to africa i want to make sure that we get this christian business popping here in america first Right. Then I'm turning it over and taking it, you know, my talents to the uh, South Africa. I'm going to shoot my second film there. Also, I'm going to apply for dual citizenship. Okay. So, And I want to encourage my members to, you know, come on these African tours rather than just sitting up here complaining about the white man and the government because God has given us options now. We don't have to live here in America being treated as third, fourth, and fifth class citizens. No, we I'm don't. I'm just trying to encourage our people. That's you know, right. for us to have dual citizenship, just like the Jews, you know, they have dual citizenship. Dual ci right. You right. know, right. but um, outside right. of that woman of God, I want to say with this business, this is more than just a new business endeavor. This is going to be a new system. All right. And and this is kingdom building, you know, it's going to be kingdom building. Kingdom. At but yes, yes. But uh, I just want to say um, with this, I want to say non-black sympathizers, they're welcome to join us. I just want to make that clear. However, in this business, we're not going to be colonized. So they're going to have to take a back seat because it's up to black people and African people to build this and to own this. Mm. That's what the, my God told me to do. So a lot of black people, they, they're, they're quote unquote afraid. They are. They want to sit up here and complain. And it's not my fault that all it is is a book. You know, I can't make people buy this book, Woman of God. Yeah. It's easy. It's it's more easy to complain than to get up and do something about it. Yeah. yeah. Every time I keep to talk to, uh, encouraging, you know, people that's in my, uh, I would say in my social groups on Facebook, all they want to do is complain about the white man. I'm like, the white man is not stopping you from buying the book, bro. No, he's not. But it, is, but, it, but it is what it is. But anyway, woman of God, yeah. in, in this Christian yeah. business, um, we're going to have a nonprofit sector. Okay. Um, and we're also going to have a for-profit uh, sector. That's okay. where I'm going to make my, you know, my bread and butter. Okay. And so in that, uh, we're going to have, uh, we're going to own and control our own grocery, a community grocery store, a community health care, mm -hmm. and a community housing. Those okay. are the areas that we're going to control gotcha. and we're going to bring this to the inner cities and we want to serve both the African-American community as well as the African immigrant community because I want to combine that. Okay. So we could replicate it, you know, on, in, in, on the continent of Africa, in South Africa. Okay. Um, I need for you to be praying for me, woman of God, as it pertains to my GoFundMe page. The devil is, like I say, he's bugging big time with me. This is my third Facebook page. Wow. You know, so I'm starting, yeah, I'm starting all over again, but it is what it is. Okay. But my I thing is I want to eventually get off of the social media where we can have our own social, um, website and stuff like that. But this is, this is where I'm at right now. Right. But anyway, yes, anyway, um, I, and also, you know, um, you know, my film is entitled 
Hood Liberator, Made in Chicago, The War Against Willie Lynch Begins. And that's based on my um, life experience, based off of my revised book. So, because unfortunately, a lot of our people don't like to read. So I want people to, you know, see my story in real time. Gotcha. And the proceeds from that film, whatever I earn from that, that's going to put me in a better position financially so I can hire qualified Black middle-class professionals and African immigrants within the United States of America to, to work with me and Sister Renee to get this thing popping here in the city of Chicago. All right. All right. Yeah. I definitely be in prayer. Yes. Yes, ma'am. And also, I want to say, uh, woman of God, I've been paying for this business title since 2010. So I'm paying out of pocket for my um, 501c3. And this doesn't, I don't have a physical building yet, nor do I have any employees, but I believe this is, you know, trying to help our youth. Yes. You know, through our Black Empowerment films. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, right. Um, I just want to say, I want to um, encourage everyone that's listening. Again, if you are um, a Black artist or an African artist, the entire month of February, you're welcome to make arrangements with me to come on this um, podcast to promote your uh, talents and skills to, yes. to my listeners from the global community. Again, I want to, that's my way of trying to be a servant and serve people. Yes. Um, yes. And again, I want to move from behind this computer, but I'm grateful for this technology, woman of God, and I'm trying to yes. use this technology wisely. That's right. That's um, right. Um, with that being said, Heavenly Father, I come before you as humble as I know how, Lord. Thank you again for this wonderful opportunity for um, touching um, Evangelist Sharon Renee Bryant, Lord, to come on this uh, podcast with me, Lord. I encourage you, Heavenly Father, to um, have more of my Christian friends, Lord, that's on my Facebook friends list to um, come on this podcast, Lord, and for them, Lord, to speak. Your uh, rightly divides your word, Lord, to come on here, Lord, because um, I'm not a preacher, Lord, but I want to be able to share this limelight, Lord. Yes. Not just on here, just selling, trying to sell a book, Lord. Yes. You're going to take care of that for me, Lord. And again, Lord, just have mercy on all of my enemies. You told us to pray for our enemies. Have yes. mercy on these people, Lord, that's on my friends list, Lord, that's just on here just to be seen. Yes. It does frustrate me a lot, Lord, that they just hear and they're not doing anything, Lord. They don't want to buy the book. They don't want to leave uh, positive comments, Lord, in the comment section. They don't want to share my uh, video podcast, Lord. But just you, just have your way with them, Lord. Yes. Give them the heart of flesh, Lord, to purchase yes. that book. Help, Lord, I pray, Lord, that this revised book would get on that bestsellers list, Lord. Yes. So that way the, the black world would know what I'm trying to do for my yes. people here in America, Lord. Yes. Jesus name. Um, I pray heavenly father that you work things out with this GoFundMe, um, my GoFundMe page, Lord. They're saying something about um, my PayPal fund. Things is, um, is not acting right. So uh, work that out, Lord. So that way we yes. can um, represent our GoFundMe page for the 2024 and please, Lord, let me be able, Lord, to raise that 500000 Yes. I'm not trying to get a million. I'm just trying to, they say that would be um, the standard for a quality film. I want to make a quality yes. film. I want to direct that quality film. But yes. I want to be able to hire a, a professional, legitimate production company to represent this um, film, Lord. Do it, now, Lord. Lord Jesus, you see, Lord, I'm putting all my information out there, Lord. Yes, to the Lord. Public. I have yes. nothing to hide. There's no scams or schemes. Yes. All I yes. have is my revised book, my virtual store. Yes. My online groups, Lord. And again, I've been tearing for 32 years without shame, Lord. I'm still um, doing what you, the vision that you gave me, Lord. Yes. I ain't going to let no man or woman on earth change that vision. Yes, because those persons are going to die just like me. So I can't listen to their advice. I'm going to listen to what you placed in my heart. Yes. And mine to do. Yes. So, I, Lord, I'm doing the best I can to make this happen, Lord. Yes. Touch and fire. Lord, please um, provide a 21st century miracle on my behalf. Yes. Through do the power right of the now. Holy Spirit. Do it for him, Jesus. 
just breathe on it, Lord. And Lord, let me be able, Lord, to hire, um, have spirit of discernment before I hire, Lord, the, the per people to help build this Christian business, Lord. Yes. And I, and I pray, yeah. Lord, before I cut and run to Africa, Lord, that this Christian business can be, um, it can become a franchise just like McDonald's and it can expand across the United States in every inner city in America, Lord. Do it for him, Lord. Lord, we want to uh, reach our youth, Lord, because they are, um, the enemy is blinding them by um, idolizing drug dealers and being hardened criminals and killers. Yes, God. Terrorizing and destroying each other, Lord. Yes. Yes. That's not what you put us on here on this earth for. So through this business, Lord, let us be put me in a position, Lord, I can hire uh, the youth, Lord, to use yes. their talents and skills for something positive. Yes. So we can replicate this thing over in the on the continent um, in Africa, Lord, yes. and also throughout the Caribbean and in uh, Brazil. Help, Lord. Um. Yes, Lord, just we want to be able to uh, reach the youth, Lord. Yes. Yes, our leaders have failed us. Uh, after Dr. King, um, just everything has, I would say, uh, the black church has failed in, in terms of, um, you know, they're trying to copy. Not all, but majority of the black churches, they're just copying secular, um, they're following the secular crowds. Help us, Lord, help us. They're embracing LGBT. Help Have us, mercy Lord. On them. Help us, Lord. But Lord, oh yes, Lord, we want to come against that um, pedophilia in the church, Lord, sex abuse in Help the church. Lord. Help, that's Lord. What, that's what the um, enemy wants to put over the church Help, to make us Lord. look bad. Help, Lord. So change that, Lord. Help, Lord. Deliver God. Um, Lord, we know that you're power more powerful than the devil, Lord. Yes. You're way more powerful. All powerful. But anyway, Lord, again, just thank you again for this opportunity. I yes. pray, Heavenly Father, that someone can uh, become saved from this sermon. Yes. Uh, yes. yes. And get to know who you are, Lord. Yes. I pray, Lord Jesus, that Evangelist Sharon Renee Bryant, Lord, would um touch her heart to uh, purchase my book, Lord. Let her read my story for herself. Yes, and I Lord. pray, Lord, that she would partner with me, Lord, to help me with this Christian business. Touch God. Because, Lord, this business is not a, this business is more than me. This is a Nehemiah assignment. Help but me. I thank you, Lord, for allowing me to have this and um, giving me, Lord, um, the, the mindset, Lord Jesus, to want to share this. Share yes. this uh, business, Lord. Yes. With my fellow um, bro brothers and sisters in Christ. Because of first yes. and foremost, this is a Christian business. Yes. And if people don't want to hear about you, then they shouldn't even join this business. That's right. But again, we want to reach out to secular people. Let them know, show the love of God. Yes. We already have that spiritual component where it's going to be optional for secular people if they want to get to know you. But at least it's going to be there. Yes. Because when it's all said and done, that's what that's a personal relationship between them and you, Lord. Yes, Lord. But um, Heavenly Father, please let this Christian business become um, manifest, Lord, in my lifetime. I pray, Heavenly Father, that this film project will get fully funded and made. Yes. yes. I pray this year, Lord, but yes. have your way, Lord. Do it, Lord. Do it. And I pray, Heavenly Father, all these people that's on my Facebook friends list, Lord, they would do their job, Lord. Touch yes. them to share the um, the video podcast, the Touch. leave comments, yes, and to come on this um, and make arrangements to come on this show, Lord. Yes. Touch. So that way, eventually, I can move from behind this computer. And most of all, Lord, let this film project get fully funded and made, Lord, and let it um, be just as good as... Um, in terms of earning the earning power, just as good as that Black Panther film, Lord, which right. was nothing but a, Lord. which All was right. nothing, Amen, which was nothing but a feel good movie, and um, um, Walt Disney got all the profits. That mm. did not help the black community at all. Mm. Have mercy, Lord, on our racial group. They mm. keep so patronizing everybody else except people like, like um, me and. 
evangelist Sharon, when we're trying to start at the grassroots, Lord, they want to, they don't want to patronize us. Have mercy Help, on Lord. our racial group, Lord. Help, Lord. Because in my, in, in, in this Christian business, we are going to promote, or we do promote black economic empowerment over here. Yes. Yes. Again, we're not trying to, we're not racist at all. You know, it's, I'm a black man first, doggone it. So I am going to look out for um, black people without shame. Yes. But I want to make sure that we separate ourselves from con artists and black uh, de uh, degenerates and people that don't mean us any good. My Lord, my Lord. Um, yes, like with Pan-Africanism, I'm not, I, I used to enjoy listening to that stuff when I was younger, but at least you you pulled me out of that, Lord. I want to, um, you, you called me to create the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago, Grakam. Yes, Jesus. The Grassroots Community Activist Movement. That's what I stand on. And we have God, we have, we believe, Lord, that you are on our side, Lord, because we, um, we believe in you, Lord, and we're calling on your name. Yes. And I'm dependent on you, Lord. We're and even if it you. doesn't. Even if it doesn't uh, come to pass in my lifetime, I stand strong and proud that you put it in my heart to um, get this thing popping here in America, Lord. And please just remember me in your kingdom, Lord. Yes. And Lord, I pray, just like uh, Evangelist Sharon uh, Renee Bryant was saying in her sermon, Lord, I pray, Lord Jesus, that people will get saved through what I'm trying to do. Yes. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. And name. that's going to conclude our show for this evening. Thank yes. you all for listening. Peace and blessings.